Hello and welcome to All Gospel No Germs. You can follow us on Twitter or email us at allgospelnogerms at stlukesholbeck.org.uk. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hello. Today's episode is Mark Hodgkinson from St Luke's preaching on Palm Sunday based on the reading from Matthew 21, which is read to us by Jean-Louis Pesher. Enjoy the episode. So we're going to read from Matthew 21. If you've got a Bible, go and get your Bible. And as Rolf said, just I encourage you to stand up and we might do a few actions as we read this Bible passage from our Bible this morning. So Matthew chapter 21, and we'll start at verse 1 and read to verse 11. So, as Jesus approached Jerusalem and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find there a donkey tied there with a colt by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, say, the Lord needs them, and he will send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to daughter Zion, see your king comes to you gentle and riding on a donkey, and on the cold, the fall of a donkey. So the disciples went, and they did as Jesus instructed them. They brought the donkey and the cold and placed their coat over them for Jesus to sit on it. A very, very large crowd. And you can imagine the large crowd now, even if we are all spread around. The large crowd came and they spread their cloak on the ground, the road. So here's my coat and I'm spreading it on the road like they did at the time. And they cut branches from the tree. And I hope you've made one of those. And we uh, use it and spread them on the road. The crowd went ahead of Jesus. And those that followed shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest heaven. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowd answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the word of the Lord. And before I transition to Mark, let us pray as Mark speaks to us and shares with us a few thoughts from this amazing story of people waving branches to declare that Jesus was the Son of God. So Lord Jesus, we pray this morning that you would help us by your Holy Spirit as Mark shares from this story. Help us know who you are. As the crowd asked, uh, responded, this is Jesus, that in our heart we would know that you are Jesus. And you are changing life today. Be with Mark and be with us as we listen to what he tells us today. In Jesus' name, over to you, Mark. Okay, thank you, John-Louis. Uh, it's good to be here. Uh, this is a little bit new, but it's all good. Um, so I thought we would start this morning um, by trying something interactive, which potentially... Uh, will not work at all, uh, particularly as I've now lost my Facebook stream. So uh, Laura's going to shout out if anyone gives me some answers. 
So I'm going to show you some pictures. Uh, and I want you to have a look at these pictures. And what I want you to do is try and decide uh, what you think the opposite uh, of these pictures is. So I'm hoping this is working. I can see it on my screen. Um, I'm not sure whether you can see it on your screen or not. Um, but here we go. Here are some opposites for you to have a look at. Uh, so I've got uh, strength. What is the opposite of strength? Uh, I've got the direction west. What is the opposite of direction west? Uh, I've got uh, a, short, a sword and uh, a shield uh, and so kind of armour and things like that. So what would be the opposite of those? Uh, these are a little bit more random. I've got a horse. <laughs> what would be the opposite of a horse? Uh, and the final one, uh, I put his name to help you out. Here you go. Uh, I've got the opposite of Pontius Pilate. So there you go. What are the opposites? And you can type your comments in, and even though I can't see them, <laughs> Laura says she's going to shout through and let me know whether anyone has got any of these opposites uh, to tell me whether you think you can tell me. Hopefully the first couple are a little bit more straightforward than uh, the others. Um, so here we go. Any thoughts on what the opposites of these might be? Any ideas? Let's see whether we get any, any feedback at all. So the opposite of strength, first of all. We've got... Rowena's got west. The opposite of west, according to Rowena, is east. Well done. Uh, you get a little prize. Uh, so the opposite of strength is, is weakness from Gareth. Well done. This is good. Okay. Uh, and the other three are a little bit more tricky. Um, so uh, I'll wait and see whether anyone can get the opposite of the other three. Um, but opposite of horse, a donkey. Well done. Opposite of horse is a donkey. Okay. So uh, the opposite of a horse is a donkey. Um, so in order to make sense of these opposites, uh, we are going to uh, transport ourselves back. 2,000 years. So we're going to go back to the year 33 AD, uh, and it was the Sunday before Easter, except obviously Easter didn't exist back then because uh, it hadn't happened. Um, uh, but it was also the Sunday before the festival of the Passover, uh, which was one of the most important festivals for Jewish people. It was the day when they remembered that God had set them free from captivity and slavery and oppression in Egypt. Uh, you might have seen the film, The Prince of Egypt. That is all about uh, that time. Uh, Jean-Louis has just told me that Jesus is the opposite of Pontius Pilate. We will, we will see whether that is true or not, okay? Uh, and so this was the day where there was expectation that God would once again set his people free because his people were now again in captivity. They were held, they'd been conquered by the Romans, uh, not the Egyptians this time, but a brutal uh, force, a brutal army had conquered their land. And so the Passover uh, was an exciting time for the Jews, but it was a really dangerous time for the Romans. Uh, and so what happened was uh, every year on this day, on the Sunday before the Passover, there was a procession. 
Uh, and what would happen was this. Every year, Pontius Pilate, the Roman governor, the man who had been put in charge of uh, Judea, uh, the area around Jerusalem, uh, told by the, the emperor Caesar to kind of make sure that everything was kept safe and kept calm. Uh, Pontius Pilate didn't live in Jerusalem. He lived in a town called Caesarea. And every uh, the Sunday before the Passover, uh, he would march into Jerusalem and he would come in the west gate of the city. And the west gate was like the front door of Jerusalem. Uh, and he would come in and he would be surrounded by legions of soldiers all carrying spears and swords and shields. Uh, and he would come in riding the finest white horse that he could find uh, in the land. And it was a show of power. It was a deliberate show of power. It was full of pomp and ceremony. And the soldiers in full armour were there. And it was all about reminding those people who was in charge, who was the king, who was the emperor. And people would come and welcome him. They would line the streets. They would wave laurel branches as he came into Jerusalem through the West Gate. But, you know, this year, the year about AD 30, we're not sure when, um, this year was different because potentially at exactly the time, or certainly near enough at exactly the time, that Pontius Pilate was coming in through the West Gate of the city, there was another procession. And the other procession is the one that is remembered today. The other procession was taking place on the opposite side of the city at the East Gate, uh, which is like the back door to Jerusalem. Uh, the one that you just wouldn't ordinarily use if you wanted to show uh, kind of power. It would be a bit like sneaking in at the back door of Buckingham Palace. Uh, and here was Jesus, not riding on a fine white horse, uh, not surrounded by an army full of soldiers, but surrounded by a small kind of rabble of people who had decided to follow him. And he came not riding on this horse, but riding on a donkey with people not with swords, but waving palm branches. And, you know, the contrast couldn't be more stark. Uh, and the people of Jerusalem at the time had to make a decision. Were they going to go and welcome and pledge their allegiance to Caesar, to Pontius Pilate, pledge their allegiance to the power that held them captivity, the, the power that kept them from knowing freedom and life? Or do they pledge their allegiance to Jesus, the one whose humility did not stop at riding a donkey, but led him to willingly die on a cross, where he would defeat the powers of evil and darkness, where he would carry upon himself everything that robs people of life. You know, this was a clash of kingdoms, the kingdom of Rome, with all its power and might, which sought to imprison and conquer people, and the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Jesus, the kingdom of humility, of justice and freedom. And people had to choose. They had to make a decision which gate they would go to. And you know what is remarkable about this story? What is remarkable is that 2,000 years later, we today are presented with the same decision. You know, that dark power that was 
binding people, holding them prisoner, robbing them of life that was behind the Roman Empire is still very much at work today in our world. It looks different, but there is a power that seeks to hold people prisoner. And you don't have to look very far. Uh, it is a power that holds people in addiction. It is a power that holds people uh, in pain and hurt that they carry. It is a power that holds people in anxiety and in fear, no more so than at the moment. Uh, it's a power that holds people in loneliness. It is a power that holds people in greed, of dissatisfaction, of all those kinds of things. It's a power that causes us to hurt and cause pain to other people. It could be in injustice. It could be abuse. And we can choose to hold on to those things. We can choose to pledge allegiance to them, to give them power, to allow them to rule our lives. Or we can pledge allegiance to Jesus, the world's true king, the one who came to defeat the powers of darkness and evil, the one who comes to set us free, the one who gives us life in all its fullness, the one who carries to the cross everything that robs us of the life that God wants us to have our brokenness, the things we are utterly ashamed of, uh, the pain and hurt that we carry. Jesus takes those off us and he goes to the cross and they die with him so that we can be free. And, you know, as we pledge allegiance to Jesus, we not only accept that freedom of life that he offers, but, you know, we enter into battle with him. We pledge our allegiance to walk behind our King to challenge the powers of evil and darkness wherever we see them. And, you know, at this present time, we do that. We stand against the power of disease and sickness. We pray against disease and sickness. We pray for those who are on the front line of fighting those things for us. We pray for safety and protection for our families. And whilst we keep ourselves safe and whilst we do everything we can to make sure that we are keeping our families say, we continue to love others extravagantly. We continue to shine light into darkness, to bring love where there is hatred, hatred, uh, to bring justice where there is injustice, to be there for people who need us, to fight for people who can't fight for themselves, to be people who are humble like our King, to wave the palm branch uh, as of Jesus, because we want to see God's kingdom come in our community. We want to see love and justice break forth uh, in this place today, as it did when Jesus walked into Jerusalem all those years ago. Uh, let's pray. Father, we thank you uh, for sending Jesus. We want to thank you that Jesus is uh, the king, uh, the world's true king, uh, that no kingdom can stand against him today. And so, God, we pledge our allegiance to him to our Lord, to our Saviour, uh, King Jesus today. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can email us at allgospelnogerms at stlukesholbeck.org.uk or follow us on Twitter for news and updates, where our handle is Gospel No Germs. God bless and take care.